What's happening? This is what happened to me. I mean, it's basically what we want to do, right? I mean, it's going to be like, hey, the world is still on fire, but we're still here to help you get through it. While trying to get through it ourselves. I get that's what therapy this is. This is group therapy. Like, we're going to help y'all feel good while making ourselves feel. That's not like masturbating. That's not what we do. <laughs> <laughs> So be like, touch me on the inside parts and make me say your name. Make me feel good. No, make me like, feel good. I do think there's just a market sometimes where people just listen to background conversation and they can, it could just be topical. Like, the fucking election just happened. I know you're not necessarily a political person and I've become more interested in politics and it's been really shaping my perception of a lot of things and people. Like, there's a guy on Facebook who three days in oh biden signed all this stuff for lgbt people and blah 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 we got played again i'm like didn't you say you didn't vote first off if you didn't vote you don't get a right to bitch about shit that's number one but it's three fucking days in like you people have really no idea how policy and procedure and all this stuff actually goes into getting so was he saying it was is he's not doing the job yet yeah, he's saying black people got played. Look at him. He want to help the gays. Now, mind you, ignore the fact that the gays include black people, brown people, whatever you want to call them. But, um... Three days, though? But again, it's just... Three days? That's my point. It's just, like, the idea of it. It's just... But I either mean, way... That goes back to how we consume things. Yeah. But then it kind of made me, again, think about you. I think when I read his comment... I think I yelled at you. See, I should be irked at you because it kind of makes me kind of feel the same way. It's like, Trump barely lost his fucking election. And I think part of it goes into, one, how people consume the idea of politics, how it's presented to you. It's not very palatable to a lot of people. It's like, oh, you have to vote Democrat. I was like, don't tell me who the fuck I have to vote for. Like, what is this person's background? What is their track record what have they actually done to earn my vote and what are they gonna fucking do after they get in the office to actually go beyond just saying i came out to black people's neighborhoods and got their vote like okay you got our vote now you're in the office you don't need it for four more years so i think it's important for people like you who i can't even speak so how do you feel about politics i mean i guess ask that i don't believe <clears throat> i think that at this point in time, any real conversation of politics that doesn't include a complete reform, as in a complete separation from what we consider American democracy, isn't a real conversation. And I think that's also was his point. He was like, at this point, we need to, well, I think we, he meant by black people, and need to divest and buy our own land, etc. But I do kind of believe in the idea of. I've always told you, I think the idea of the American democracy failed. I think the original plan just did not envision this many people with this many different ideas and ideologies and beliefs. And it's just not include fucking women and brown people. I'm not even talking about women and brown people. I'm just talking about just the quantity of people, even if it would have just been white men. I mean, they didn't expect this many white men. They just didn't expect to be this many people. This many white men, this many white men with this many disparaging wealth gaps. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I think... But that's that's also my point. Like, 
come on, guys. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. This is a, a, a failed product. Why are we not having a conversation of the next thing? But that's what I'm saying. I think that is the point of it being presented in a more palatable way. I think if people, like there was a rap thing that went viral last year with this guy breaking down, actually, how do you go from having the bill introduced to have it actually being um, signed to 10 law by the president? Like there are multiple steps. Like you remember the conjunction junction, what's the function, all that. Mm -hmm. Like it's a process and most of us really just don't understand how it goes. So most people, I get the disenfranchisement from the national level but the local level is actually something where a lot of people can get involved and actually do things that are going to make change that they can see. But you get so disenfranchised because most of the news that we digest is presented from a national level. So then it becomes like, ah, oh, but the president don't do shit. Well, no, the president really can't do shit until it goes through the House and the Senate and all that stuff. But that's still on the federal level. But you can talk to your city council person. You can talk to your state rep. You can do all these things. It's a pothole in the city. You could talk to um, the people who control the budgets for any of the fucking services that we have in the city. So, again, I think it's ways in which you can get the disenfranchised interested and like, oh, my vote actually does have power and sway and not just give it away. If everybody in the neighborhood was actually taught to use their vote in a way in which it was tied to positive outcome where it's like oh we're gonna vote you out no matter who the fuck you are there will be no automatic life terms there will be no more um city council people for this 30 40 years on their name alone so i think if people really started to come out and voting first off again not every four years coming to the local elections coming out every two years coming out to vote for their local federal judges coming out to vote for the um the sheriff like He's the one I think that controls. Like we look out our windows and see all this fucking gentrification happening. I think the sheriff has something to do with like well, clearly the sheriff sells on properties, but I think he also has something to do with like auctions and stuff like that. So I think getting a younger, more in tuned and more aligned with the pulse of the needs and the wants of the people will help. Like you have all these people wanting to be influencers on social media. What if you can get that same energy behind people wanting to be influencers in the political realm? So I think you just gotta get that conversation started, especially if you do it young enough. So you get these kids who are 13, 14, and train them up by the time they're 18 and eligible to run for city council. Like the mayor of Baltimore is what, 33? What if they don't wanna be city council? What if they all wanna be um, OnlyFans? No. Uh, communist. I mean, listen. They, like be, that's 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 my point. I think be whatever I, you want to be. But I think, I think that we need to have conversations beyond our political structure. Well, and that includes on a local level. I don't know how that works. On a I local mean, that's level. that's the like, that's like that's not a a vote thing. Like, that's not something you, you go to the polls for. You can't overhaul the entire city, state, federal government system in one vote. That's not something you... You can't do it in one vote, but yeah. you could do it in five. And that's the thing where people, like, when you disconnect at all, okay. So you have, let's say, an older uh, 
group of people on the city council. Mm. You might have, like Catherine just got in. We were in college at the same time. So she's only um, a respectable age. <coughs> I want to be like, she is. She would text me, be like, why are you saying my age? We're not recording right now, Tara. Okay. So how old is she? I don't know how old she is, but she's my age. I ain't want to say my age. How about that? But um, anyway, she's about 40, 38. So a few of them were her age that just came in. If you get more, if you and I were to run for city council because of what we believe in, those are the things we'd be advocating for. Those would be the groups that we'd be more in tuned with and listening to. So if you got the entire city council to flip over the course of three terms, then what you're saying actually isn't true. Because then you'd have people who were like, yo, we're not going to just let... PHA be fucking slumlords in the city. We're not gonna just let the city just be a fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you keep people who are actually invested and keep them invested, because we've also talked about that phenomenon where people get power and then they suddenly become part of the problem. Because like, oh, I'm comfortable now. Oh, I'm not messing up my good old pension and my mansion. So, but um, but again, I think if you get people who are truly advocates in the position of mayor, like I thought about running for mayor one day, like. I could see myself being mayor of Philadelphia by 50. And I would not be, well, also you gotta think about how politics work, but if you have the right people under you, again, locally, who are in positions of influence and power, then you can get things done. If you have a constituency that supports you, if you have a constituency that believes that even when you aren't necessarily doing what they want, but what you're doing is for really the best of the majority of people, but I think that's also part of the problem with politics. We've just created this, not we, we've inherited this system where people don't believe or trust their politicians, but just have accepted the status quo and, you know, the usual, because that's what they know. And I don't think that's going to be the norm going forward, especially as, again, you get younger people from different places who are getting in these positions of power, whether it be mayor, governor, president like let the first real president who came from the fucking hood of any city in this country get in the white house it's not going to be the same as obama like oh he's a black man yeah he's a black man biracial black man different upbringing not knocking any of that but let somebody who grew up in the projects of philadelphia their whole fucking life who got into temple and went through and killed it and then got into Westchester law went through and killed it and then worked their way up to the presidency, that person would be in a different space in terms of how they occupy their presidency in terms of the policies that they would sign into law in terms of the people that they would place into different cabinet positions. Unless they're a sellout like Jay-Z. Hmm? Unless they're a sellout like Jay-Z. Unless they're a sellout like Jay-Z according to you and others but again then that's a whole separate conversation about like how do you influence groups or people in the country like you may consider him a sellout but he's gotten into places that a lot of black people haven't gotten into and I'm sure he does way more inspirational as well that's inspirational as well yeah, and I'm sure he does way more than people give him credit for. Like, he makes missteps like any public figure, a public leader would. 
but I think the fact that you hear so few missteps on their behalf would probably indicate that he's doing way more good than bad for the general public and general black people. When I say he, I'm including Beyonce, whatever foundations that they personally have, groups that they have investments in, because again, like I'm pretty sure they have their hands in a lot of shit that we just don't hear about because they're not a public speaking couple. But I also do believe they have responsibility. Like one of the things I thought about, we've always talked about is if like every black multi-millionaire who had the money to spend again just took a year of like, I'm just going to use all this money to tackle this one specific area whether it be funding education whether it be scholarships and higher education whether it be why are we not recording we are recording uh, well in that case <laughs> in that case you what smoke I am smoking They say I'm talking too much? Um, yes. For whom? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you weren't. That was from your heart. But no, I do believe that, again, like, <coughs> even if you just have the black celebrities from Philadelphia who have millions invest into <laughs> It's not the corona, y'all. We got the weed cough. Who are black celebrities from? Uh, Diamond celebrities, black millionaires who uh, live in or work in Philadelphia. If they just invested their money, let's say for a year or two, or created a foundation collectively for the school district of Philadelphia, that would make a huge difference in how if these students, if Will Smith, just Will Smith, Kevin Hart, Eve, she married to a billionaire right now. Uh, Patty LaBelle, uh, Little Uzi Vert. Uh, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people I just can't think of their name. Clearly, there's a lot of people I can't think of their names. But just the people. Uh, I think Bradley Cooper's mom is from right outside of Tina Fey. Is right outside of Philly. Christina Aguilera. Sure She's from Pittsburgh. Uh, Aquaria from Drag Race, winner of season. Uh, Pink. Huh? Pink. Pink. She used to come down to Philly to perform. Okay, she's not black though, but I mean, you get the point. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, we just named that. <laughs> I just think about who's from Philly. Yeah, but you get my point. Yeah, all those black people, if they just did one year, if you do this and then we'll match it to all their celebrity people, they could bring in hundreds of million dollars into the school district um, funds. Now again, it's not their responsibility to do it. But there are ways to do these things. You know what I mean? Like, they could take that same energy and instead of letting these white folk come in and buy up our neighborhoods, why don't they do a nonprofit where they buy up the neighborhoods, providing housing to Jill Scott, The Roots? Because <coughs> I'm sure Jimmy's paying The Roots well right now. Um, yeah, so. I wonder if they all have individual contracts. Or is like the band. I don't know. What you know, Quest Love does his own stuff. So I mean, but either way. I mean, there's just either way, it could be There's done. enough people that there's enough wealth that could be generated to do something. Well not just generated, re allocated. Like if they all just say we're not gonna buy anything new this year. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I'm like I'm not saying go out and even use anything extra, just say this year. 
whatever I would have spent. Look at your taxes. This is what I spent last year on. So I'm going to use that same money mm -hmm. and only put it into the school district of Philadelphia. So that means no jewelry, no trips, no, you know, gifts. What happened? I don't know. Is it switching songs? I don't think so. Lord, what happened? Because isn't that top bar us? No, that was. Oh, you're not things. doing it through the. You're just doing it. Oh, oh, that might have been a commercial then. Nope, this is a commercial though for the next three. Is this an anime song? What coming on? No, that's just a background. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess they pick like you know, interesting things that get people's eyes. <laughs> you get captivated by the eyes, and you're like, drinking. I'm like, what that mouth do? <laughs> but anyway, but you get my point. It's like, again, make them more palatable. If you got all those same celebrities to start talking about Philadelphia, this is how we need to change our city. We're going to start a program where we're going to get young black and brown kids into a young dot, dot, dot. I was going to say Democrat, but whatever. Young politicians of Philadelphia where you teach them how do you actually target specific areas through policy how do you become um what are they called the party no the people that go to the white house and advocate on somebody's behalf a lobbyist yeah um say a hallway <laughs> no i don't want them to become a hallway <laughs> no, a hall monitor oh no not a hall <laughs> monitor <laughs> but yeah no i think it's important for them to learn these things to become interested in these things because that also goes back to education. That's what I was about to say. Had I known now and been exposed like I was then, like I am now, I could have definitely seen myself going into politics earlier and like really taking it seriously, but it wasn't something that I ever saw presented to me as even an opportunity. Like, mind you, I was an officer in high school, I was an officer in college, I was in clubs as an officer. But like, that was like for those specific things but it was still the same thing it was like mm -hmm. i wanted these things to happen so i had to make sure that i was positioning myself to get these things done like they were small things but like i think high school we didn't have dances so it was like i want to get a dance really yeah i don't remember what the fuck happened it was a public school it was a public school i don't know it could have been a safety we also you know what it was it was right after columbine happened like I went to high school when Columbine happened, so like they had put like metal detectors in our door and all that shit. I never told you about like that was the first time. Did I guess that was the first and only time I got suspended in high school? Why? Cause now mind you, yes, I was late every fucking day, <laughs> and I lived across the street. But my argument was, I'm not coming to school for zero period. Like the fuck is wrong with you What's people? Zero period. You come to school and sit in the classroom before first period just so they could take roll. Oh, like uh, home run. The fuck? I live across this. So, our school was weird. Our homeroom was, like, the third period. So, you had your first two classes, then you had homeroom, then your, your third class. Okay, well. I guess that was to see to, to check if you had skipped school. Well, they probably should have did it that way. But either way, your attendance is checked in every class you go to, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I get but it. either so way, you weren't coming home. I was late every day. But this day, I was on time. And I walked up to school and there was a long ass line. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I waited in line. So as a result, I ended up being late. And they was like, okay, you're gonna have to have detention because you're late. Excuse me? I was not late. 
I don't know what you people listen. Oh, you were on top of the line, but the line made you get leaked. There was never a line before because they had just fucking installed metal detectors. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So if the line was because they installed metal detectors, how do they keep you accountable for time? My point exactly. I'm not get the fuck out. Give me your ID. I'm actually, I didn't curse. Um, you need to give me your ID. No, no. And I just turned around and left and went back home because I lived across the street. <laughs> so I came back like an hour later. Um, and they were like, you got to go down to home room for something, something. So she going to lie and said I had cursed her. I said, I didn't curse you out. But of course she goes, you guys did it. So she said what she said, whatever. So, um... Cause I, I was in class and they had sent me down to the office mm. and I came back and my teacher was saying something and my classmates asked I was they were like what happened now that time I cursed I was like this bitch gonna say I cursed at her he goes oh oh you gotta go down to the office I said oh really so you're gonna tell me that I gotta go to the office for cursing but other people just say whatever the hell they want all the time and of course little Roddy was who you talking about who you talking about if it's not about you then don't apply to you don't worry about it <laughs> so then I got sent down to the office for cursing the class. So, oh, what well, is your second time back? You got you got suspended. Okay, whatever. Wait, second time back? Like the first time? Because I time the first time I like this was all the same day. Yeah, no. What? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You get sent to the office twice. You get suspended. I don't know what these fucking people were doing. But we got to think about how the how you go from detention to suspension in a day. Well, no, I got suspended because I had cursed in class or whatever. How is Cursing is a suspendable thing. Because they was trying to get black kids, you know, records of shit so they can get us out of schools. I mean, think about it. We didn't know this stuff then. I mean, we knew what was happening, but it wasn't as knowledgeable as we are now. I've always told, listen, those, especially my great, Carnell, those people were racist. Anyway, we all off topic. (laughs) What topic? I don't know. We were talking about politics, and I don't know how we start talking about, um, um, Anyway, but yeah, I just think we just need to change how people are introduced to politics. I think it's actually very interesting and exciting. And I think you can get a lot of people into the in I was about to say the minutiae or the innuendos, I didn't mean to say innuendos, but the 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 uh, inner workings of it. Especially is also a profitable space to occupy. So I definitely think it's um, important for us to figure out a way to get people engaged. Because, again, taking it back to your point, even if it has kind of failed, it's the system that we have. So the only way to get rid of it is to dismantle it from either the inside or present a counter replaceable system to it which would still have to have a set of rules boundaries and norms so either way it's going to be a political system unless it's a monarchy but just a political system yeah I mean there has to be leadership in any type of organization just for accountability just for like there has to be somebody who finally say you know what this is the decision we're making cyber for everyone in the world if you're ever having a conversation with Tyree and smoking, understand he's just going to let like this a good third of the L just burn. That's actually not true. I was smoking the entire time. Believe me. 
Well, I think after 23 minutes, we probably have gotten all the attention we gonna get out these people. So I think it's time to go to the poppy store and get some more wraps. So thank you all for listening. Hopefully you'll tune in again. This is Ty. My Marquis. And we will talk to you all later. Mm-mm. <clears throat>